Welcome to the Wanda Petunia Love Podcast, conversation for women and girls. I'm Amy Jane Williams here with my co-host, Cassie Harris. Hello. And we're with our pig friend, Wanda Petunia. (laughs) (laughs) The purpose of this podcast is to share inspiring self-care and self-love ideas with women and girls and encourage conversations that bring healing. Conversation starters are included in each podcast show notes for yourself, mothers, daughters, grandmothers, sisters, and girlfriends. The theme of this episode three is why does the world of Wanda Petunia focus primarily on women and girls? And this podcast is sponsored by the self-care tip today, recognize your strength, courage, and compassion. All right. So today we are talking about why you have chose to focus on women and girls in the world of Wanda Petunia. So why don't you share with us why that that's the audience you lean towards? Okay. I thought that it would be, you know, helpful to share this idea early in our podcast series because um, I think that it's important to, you know, to know who you want to connect with. And I think the reason I feel like Wanda Petunia connects with women and girls is because Wanda came to me when I was a younger mother than I am now and really not feeling confident, not feeling good about myself. And so I think because she came to me through my imagination as my imaginary friend, um, it's just a natural fit that she would be for women because of a lot of the messages were for me. And then also... I'm always working on my own inner girl, and so I also feel like a lot of the messages that she shares are to connect with that inner girl inside me, and um, so I think that's part of, as I've shared Wanda Petunia Love, who I've connected with, and then also I just often hear women say, like, I wish I'd known this when I was a girl, I wish somebody would have told me this. And then I just so often hear girls just saying unkind things about themselves, like obsessing about certain parts of their body or just being really hard on themselves. And so um, obviously self-care and self-love, which is a foundation of Wanda's world, is not meant just for women and girls. It's for everyone. But, um, you know, there are other people that target all kinds of audiences. So, of course, the messages that we share can be helpful to anyone, but they're going to be primarily conversations that probably women and girls would have. Yeah. And I think, um, as two women, (laughs) um, it's easier for us to have those conversations and to, um, communicate effectively to younger women or ladies that are going through something similar because, um, we've possibly been there or we at least can relate a little bit better than we can from a male's perspective. So I get why you, you know, you zoned in on women and and young ladies. So um, one of the things that you talked about was the self-love. And I think that over the last, specifically the last five to 10 years, I personally have seen a lot more out there that helps young women believe in themselves. I mean, there's lots and lots of nonprofits like Girls on the Run and, you know, um, my daughters and Girl Scouts, I think that's a really great um, organization to get young ladies in to really help them build that self-esteem. Because I do think that young women or children 
female children go through more emotional um, stress about their appearance and they think they question more about is this does this look good I have a seven-year-old and I'm already seeing her go oh my god that skirt doesn't match those pants and oh my god that looks horrible and I'm like you're seven like let's go you know but I think that it just for whatever reason society has put that pressure on girls at a younger and younger and younger age and to kind of combat their combat that there are some organizations that are helping and so I think Wanda Petunia is just another one of those tools that would help women have these conversations with their child um helping them understand you know that they are special and they are beautiful and that society doesn't have to always dictate how we judge ourselves. Totally. And I think like you touched on some important things like there are many great resources and I feel like what Wanda Petunia offers is just creative ideas through this lens of a pig. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, you know, like she's this imaginary friend character and I've had stories come to me um, through her lens. And so I think a lot of times also not only women and girls, but often people who like animals and people that are more into fun and adventure or like not everybody likes plush toys but a lot of people who like Wanda also identify with plush toys so I feel like kind of what inspired me um after you had like shared the inspiration of us collaborating on this podcast was also just the importance of conversations like conversations with yourself with yourself as a an adult female with yourself as an as a younger girl like conversing with those parts of you and then also conversing with other people in your life with your own mother with your grandmother Mm -hmm. if you have a daughter sister girlfriends you know because because a lot of the focus of Wanda is also just healing from past hurts and I think of Wanda as kind of like my sassy best self like you know she's like she like has this wisdom and inspiration and so many of us have struggled Um, For whatever reason, whether it was body image or it could just be perfectionist tendencies about how we're behaving or not behaving like we should, you know, like um, I know I was, you know, like one lesson I was taught as a child is like, don't speak unless spoken to and like, you know, and so when you're younger and you're impressionable, like if you're taught, like don't speak up or you're taught to focus on certain things. And so I feel like a lot of Wanda is just addressing these these messages that we get that lead us into codependency of like, like even needing a partner, having to have a partner, identifying yourself by your partner. And also, you know, um, just healing from, I mean, a lot of people now talk about narcissism and there's a lot of survivors of narcissistic relationships, but their biggest problem I think with narcissism is like not having confidence. Cause if you're really confident and you believe that you have worth and you have value, like you're not going to put up with like the same treatment. And so the idea is like, how can we build that confidence in ourselves as women and how can we instill that more in girls, those messages. And so I think Wanda, you know, is one way to do that. And, we do have conversation starters in our show notes that'll have more about that too. Yeah. And one of the things that I 
can tell you from experience is that I'm a natural redhead. And so growing up, I had, you know, fire engine red hair and I had all the nicknames, you know, red or whatever. And so, you know, one of my insecurities as a child was my red hair. So the minute that it, cause it made me different. And like, as a child, you don't want to be different. Mm -hmm. You just want to blend in and, you know, there were two or three redheads in my elementary school and you stand out. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the minute I graduated high school, because my mom would always say, you know, your hair is beautiful and you're not dying it. When I went away to college, I probably came back for fall break with like blonde hair. I don't know what color I dyed it. But for 20 years, literally from the time I was 18 to probably 38, I dyed my hair various colors, never red. And, um, you know, now it won't go back to that color. And as an adult, I now appreciate how beautiful that was. But as a child, I allowed society to make me feel a certain way. And I allowed kids, which unfortunately, naturally, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, are ornery. And, you know, I felt like that always made me different. And moving into the next chapter of my life after high school, I didn't want that to identify me. I didn't want to be red. I didn't, you know, I just didn't want that to always be who I was. And I felt like that was who I was. And I think a lot of redheads can identify with that. Same thing if you have a, a big nose or, you know, big lips or anything like those become your hair. nicknames. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like if you have a certain texture of hair and like, it's yes. interesting how like something will be totally out and then some model like, like yes. and I'm glad that there's at least more models that have different body sizes and different ethnic groups and different, yeah, all kinds of like, traits because now girls more likely can identify with the differences but historically that's not been true and so you know like if somebody would deem that that was a beautiful thing all of a sudden you'd be okay but right. until that happened you would not be okay and you know like I did last year I worked with um Life Connections of the Carolinas with the Proud and Pretty Girls which does mentoring and we did a Wanda Petunia Wisdom project where the girls would share with the women, things they wanted them to know about what it's like to be a girl now. And then the women would share ideas with the girls of what they wanted the girls to know from their own childhood that they wished they had known. And I remember a woman sharing, like, that she had just made been made fun of, like, extremely a lot for having really long legs. And, you know, she's like, I just want you to know that these long legs have gotten me a lot of places on this planet. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I got to play sports and I've traveled a lot of places. And so, like, I'm so thankful for my long legs. And it's just interesting to listen to people. Like, if you have people share, like, what were the things they were picked on as children? It's like, this is just crazy. Like, the things yeah. that, <clears throat> you know, that we get picked on. And, it, and so... A huge thing that Wanda has shared with me knowing her as this character has been that we're all unique. Like, I mean, this isn't just a only Wanda idea, but it's, but it's, she's reinforced it with me of like, there's only one me on this planet. There's only one you. Mm -hmm. We're, we're just supposed to be ourselves and, right. and we spend our life discovering who that is. Like so many women who have come to me in therapy, especially like, They'll be like, I don't know who I am. And I'm like, that's okay, because you know that you don't know, right? So, right. And probably you know more than you think you know about yourself, but it really is this journey of, like, discovering who am I really. And, and then the other reason I think, you know, why does Wanda focus on women and girls is I feel like, I mean, I can't speak for men, but I know for women a lot of us are taught 
to suppress our feelings. You shouldn't be angry. Um, you shouldn't have these negative feelings. And so that was a huge thing from Wanda, especially the first story, Love Catches Up with Wanda Petunia, that in that story, it's the idea that you can feel your feelings, like you're meant to feel your feelings, but at the same time, you aspire to something more. So you don't want to stay stuck in the feelings, but you don't want to ignore them either. And so it's this transformational journey. And so I feel like that's a huge dilemma that many women and girls face because Many of us are empathic, we're very sensitive, we're very nurturing, and so we'll feel like so intensely things, but then we get stuck in that Mm -hmm. instead of being like, okay, like, I can feel that pain of that hurt, that criticism, that judgment, that stereotype, that prejudice, but like, now what can I do to transform that to be more empowered and be more confident and free? Does that... Yeah, and I think that it is hard. It is hard because you spend, you know, the first 20 years of your life not wanting to stand out, generally speaking. I mean, some people do want to stand out when they're a child, but generally speaking. And then you have to reverse that thought process for the next 20 years Mm -hmm. and, and tell yourself, no, I do want to be an individual. I don't want to blend in with the crowd. I want to stand up for who I am and what I believe in and have self-confidence and, you know, support other women and and men too. You know, we don't want to bash men. You know, it's just supporting each other does really build our self-esteem. I feel like more than any man could compliment me. I mean, yes, it feels good when a man compliments me. But if I have a friend that says, you know, you look great, you look so good, that generally feels way better to me Then if my husband's like, hey, you know, you look good today, because I'm like, okay, great. Like, you're a guy. You think every, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, I think that when we build each other up, it just feels so much better. Yeah. Um, So I definitely, you know, like I said, I feel better when I get the compliments from my friends, my female friends more so. Um, For whatever reason, it's just, that's me. And, you know, some people would disagree and feel differently. But for me, it does always feel better. Yeah, I think the thing is, like, a huge part of Wanda Petunia love is also just community. It's the power of supportive community and that you're with other women and other people who want you to be who you are. Like, you know, because sometimes you can be around, like, people who are jealous and insecure. And so that's one huge thing that I've wanted to share. And a big motivation in this podcast is the community and like that's part of why we talked about doing conversation starters like how can you be supported and Mm -hmm. so you know I feel like when you say I mean the idea is really we love ourselves and we care for ourselves and we don't have to have external validation to do that but the truth is like it does help to have supportive community. Mm -hmm. The problem is if you don't get that as a child or you don't get it in a healthy way it's like we spend our whole life Wanting that, which is why a lot of times that leads to codependency or being in narcissistic or abusive relationships, because you want to be validated and seen and loved Mm -hmm. so much, you subject yourself to things that really aren't healthy to try to get this thing, you know, that you wanted like early in the relationship. A lot of people talk, well, in the beginning of the relationship is like this. I'm like, well, that's not the whole relationship. Like that's. The early part. And so that's why I feel like it's so important to be 
around other women who are doing their work and in a positive community so that, because sometimes just even being able to share like this happened to me, like, you know, am I crazy or do you, can you validate that? You yeah. know, it's like, you know, it's, it's like there's a journey to becoming more confident and it's not like sis boom ball, like all of a sudden you go from nothing to you're like fabulously confident, you know, but it's, it's just this continual thing. And so I would encourage the, um, you know, the listeners of our podcast to think about, you know, what are your, um, what messages have you gotten when you were a younger girl? Um, what are the values and the beliefs that are important to you about being a woman that you would want to share with younger girls, with your daughter, even with your friends? What are the qualities that you want in people in your life? And of course, we want to embody those qualities too. Like, if I say I want to be around women that are confident and non-judging and supportive, then I need to also be that person to offer that. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, it's a cliche. We've heard it time and time again that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. But, like, I do truly believe that because I can tell myself if I'm around somebody negative, I tend to then – take on more negative traits. And generally speaking, I'm pretty optimistic. I don't really want to be negative, but you do become the people that you surround yourself with. So it is important as you um, make life choices or life friendships that you do start to become more aware of those people that are in your life because that negative energy truly does transfer to you if that's who you're around. Right. I have to tell you something funny too, because when you said that, I thought, well, the the five people I'm around the most are me, 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 and Wanda. <laughs> That's Wanda, great. Well, no, Wanda's not the problem. It's the me. me, me. And, so, and so one thing I realized, too, being an introvert and self-employed and working for myself is sometimes, like, I'm my own worst enemy. And I, you know, will still, like, after all the years of therapy and spiritual direction and life coaching I've had, I'll still get into this loop of criticizing myself. And the thing is, I don't like to feel bad. So I'll reach out to somebody that I respect who's positive, who will hold the safe space to let me like, you know, shift that. And so I just want to mention like, while we're in this episode, the importance of reaching out, like our listeners can contact us. You can send us an email. Like I'm not the therapist of our listeners, but we both of us like care about helping other people. So if you want to reach out to us with a question or a comment or, you know, just always reach out for help if you're suffering, if you're in a bad relationship, if you're struggling, because there is help for for women to feel better and to get in better situations and um, and also just to commit to healing your own inner girl. A huge focus of Wanda Petunia Wisdom is I become the adult. I become the woman to go back and heal that part of myself. So I may need support doing that, whether it's in therapy or creativity or whatever, but it's being committed. Like I'm the one who can go back and heal that part of me. I don't need another person to do that for me. Yeah. No, that's powerful. And, you know, one of the things you talked about, which I'll touch on, and then I I know we're going to kind of wrap up this episode, is the negative programming. And I don't know if generationally I felt it more than the next generation. I don't know. I know that I'm the generation of Seventeen Magazine and Cosmo and, you know, so I definitely saw that stick figure 
skinny mini Cindy Crawford on the magazine pages. And, and although I was like a size three in high school, I always felt like, Oh my gosh, I have to lose weight. And it's like, what weight do you have to lose? And I look back at those pictures now and I'm like, I wish, you know? Um, so I do think that kind of that negative programming for women does start young. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hate to admit it. And I'm like I said, I didn't have a pound to lose in high school, but I thought I did. And, um, I think that we have to, as we mature, have to overcome those um, programmed ideas of, you know, what we should look like or what we shouldn't look like. I do think that over the last 10 to 15 years, it's gotten better. Um, one of the things you mentioned was, you know, if somebody all of a sudden has, a, like, I'm just going to be blunt, but like has a big butt, like Jennifer Lopez came out and had a big butt and it's a amazing now kim kardashian all the kardashians do the waist trainers and butt implants and now it's amazing to have a big butt well as somebody who naturally has a big butt that does make you feel more confident because you're not standing out the way that you maybe would have prior when you're looking at these models that have nothing right so and the lip implants you know if you're a five-year-old with big thick lips you're like oh that could be something you're made fun of whereas now it's like you know, people pay for that. So I do think that, um, as a woman, as a woman helping to kind of get that negative programming out of your body does definitely take time. And, um, I, I really do think the Wanda brand helps with that as well, because she has these constant inspiring, um, statements, you know, I don't yeah. want to call them quotes, but just yeah. kind of statements of, of loving yourself and getting past some of those um, thoughts that are yeah. in your head that don't always make you feel great that about yourself. Your friends. Yeah, right. exactly. So on that note, like every episode, we also share um, Wanda products or groups that like we connect with. And so today I wanted to just share about our Wanda Petunia coloring book, which is I am Wanda. I color my world with love. And it, it's a great conversation starter for women and girls because you can just pick a page and you could color it with your daughter or you could color it with your own inner child or you could color it in a book group. And it's really just affirmations of the things that we say to ourselves. So Like one of them is, you know, I am decisive. I may have brought this up before. Like if you don't feel decisive, you know, you can color it and reflect on in what ways am I decisive? Because a lot of times we actually will be decisive or we will be um, brave or whatever. But then in one thing we're not. And so then we just take this paintbrush and we're like, I'm not decisive or I'm not confident when really we do know we are that way a lot of the time. So that's just a resource. Um, you can get it on the website, wandapetunialove.com. And um, you will support sharing our growing love mission and have fun. And it's like very meditative as well. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today and have a wonderful morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are. All right. Bye. Bye.